Welcome to the new Teacher Talk podcast. We are helping you find your passion, learn your craft, and share your successes. Welcome, everybody. How's it going, Pablo? It's going great. Uh, it's summertime here in Southern California and in most of the North American. Uh, I don't Uh-oh. even know what I'm saying. There's a geography test oh, coming. No, I was. Where I was, is it? Summer. I was going the right wrong now. way. I was going south and not to South America. But uh, we can talk about that in this episode because this episode is, is about travel. travel and perspective. I love it. Yeah. I'm happy so already. We're kind of off the reservation here because it is summer. So yeah. new teacher talk is still, it's not just about travel. We're still going to yeah. loosely tie it back into teaching and learning and education. Yeah. But we want to talk about travel because we're about to head off on our yep. own little excursions here and there. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. we hope that you're enjoying, if you are in education, we are hope we hope that you're enjoying your yeah. summer vacation. Recharge those batteries yeah. and get a new If you've started one, maybe you haven't quite started, but you'll be there in I no know time. there's some people out there still, uh, still a week or two away, but hey, it's so getting close. Let's start with a little quote. I think we, we challenged each other to each... Yes. To, for, even, for, for each of us to look up a quote. Yes. And you want to share yours first? Sure. Um, so my quote is by the novelist Henry Miller. Uh, and the quote is, one's destination is never a place, but always a new way of seeing things. Hmm. Which ties into uh, the idea of travel providing perspective. Oh, I like yeah. that. Wow, so, you did much better than I. No, um, no, no. But I am looking forward to, I have a list of places I've traveled to that we may talk about. And I think the challenge for me to, is to relate what's the new way of seeing things that I got from that, um, that trip. Okay. Yeah. I like that. What's I like your that. quote? So my quote is from author unknown, or at least there was no author when I found it. <laughs> However, uh, better to see something once than to hear about it a thousand times. Ooh. And for that, and for me, that is, if we think hmm. about our students in the classroom, yeah. we read a lot of stories or we even may watch videos of these things. We even are into an age where we have virtual reality yeah. so we can actually be there. Yeah. But there's nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing that beats being there in, in person. Yeah. And so... I really value the time that I have when I actually visit the places that oh, I either yeah. discover yeah. or that that I'm intentional about visiting. That's so, cool. Yeah, that's, I like that. That, kind of that actually, when it says better see something once than hear about it a thousand times, yeah. I think of a textbook. I mean, every textbook is just relaying like a verbal message about something, but it's not the actual experience. Sure. No matter how much you love your textbooks, please <laughs> know that it's not the real deal. <laughs> so about growing up, how about as a youngster? Hmm. Did you travel much? I would say not especially, but we did have my my parents. Um, my parents' parents both uh, lived in Nebraska. So we went to Nebraska during the summer oh, about cool. every other year. Um, and then I think one time we went in the winter, uh, like Christmas break. So, yeah, so those trips. And then it's just a whole different way of life. Okay. Like my, my dad's family. Um, he grew up in a town of 200. Actually, he grew up on a farm okay. a mile outside of this town. It, it's hard to call it a town. Village is actually maybe. Yeah. And then my mom lived on the east side of Nebraska, and they, they oh, uh, wow. Nebraska City, so like 6,000 people in her town. You know what I was thinking was Arkansas, but Darlene, your wife, yeah. she has family in Arkansas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Have you visited? And we, no, we keep talking about a road trip okay. to Arkansas. Okay. So, yeah, that's on the books. Yeah. In theory. 
Arkansas is a cool place. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, how about you? Where'd you go growing you know, up? Uh, like, my my I have cousins in South Carolina, and so okay. we visited there a few times uh, when I was younger. Okay, road you know, trip or uh, usually we uh, yeah we would drive. Yeah. We we drive. always drove. Yeah, we didn't have any money for Correct. plane tickets. No. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we drove, and I always found there was one time that was super memorable, and this was just with my my dad and his brother and my cousin. Okay. Uh, I think my and uh, most of my dad's brothers were mechanics. Mm-hmm. He has like eight eight brothers and two sisters, or something like that. Yeah. And about I want to say five to six of them were mechanics, and here wow. in, in Southern California initially. Yeah. So, anyways, um, that being said, my uncle who lived in South Carolina, I think bought a car, needed to deliver it, and then we drove him back. Oh, and then okay. we stayed a little bit, yeah. and then we we came That's back cool. eventually. But one of the best times was just I remember stopping, and they drove. You know, it's about uh, without stopping per se. It's yeah. about a forty-eight hour trip. Yeah, uh, three to four, three to five days if you're you know taking your time a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. but they just switched off driving. Yeah. We did stop at uh, whether it be for gas or just for a little at a little rest stop. Yeah, but I remember playing for a couple hours because they were getting just a maybe an hour's rest worth of sleep, yeah. this Pac-Man game. What? And it just kept giving and giving. You just hit the front. And those are the, oh, just, that's what I remember from the trip. You know, being, So you're like in a that, rest stop? Or yeah, a rest stop. You know, go to the rest stop. I was playing game. a video game at probably like two or three in the morning. And I'm that's probably crazy. eight, nine years old, something like that. Yeah, you know? wow. Times have changed for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so did a lot of that and... I guess we'll go. When I was 16, I went yeah. visited Chile. I was born in Chile, um, but oh, okay. came over to the states when I was about uh, three and a half, four years old. Yeah, and uh, went you know through all my schooling here in the states. But that um, sounds like a dramatic perspective shift. Like if you haven't been there since you're four, I would think you wouldn't remember much. Oh, I don't so remember, as a teenager going back, what 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 did you notice? Or so I was out? also in a. I don't know, in a bad state of mind. I It was during the winter, okay. and I played basketball for uh, our uh, our school, and I just secured a starting position on my sophomore team, I believe, yeah. and I didn't want to give that up. Like yeah. that, it, it, I worked hard Jersey to be named. Jersey number 12. Yeah, to, <laughs> you got it, to be named a starter. So that being said, I, I didn't want to go on this trip. And wow. how, yeah. how shallow of me, I'm, you, you know. It's tough, though. So, yeah. As a kid, yeah. yeah. That's your world. You yeah, know, it's your world. Your is social, your, your, your socials peers, back then. Sports. Yeah, so. Yeah. So you didn't want to go, but then once you got there, did you loosen up and enjoy it? I did it? because I was there, but I was still always a little on edge. But yeah. I did um, get out into the city. I rode the buses. Yeah. And, oh, what an experience that is. Because uh, Valparaiso, where my family's from, is built on a hill. side. Oh. So downtown is actually down below wow, okay <laughs> so yeah so downtown. downtown that's a real downtown <laughs> and to get back up you have to you know walk but it's miles and upon Ooh. miles so you're taking buses or taxis yeah and i don't think there's any uh lines in the road yeah like, you don't know which cars and what there's no really lanes. really just the way i felt all. i yeah, felt yeah. that that was because yeah, yeah. everybody's just all over the place and that was an experience and i went to go see a movie and i uh-huh. just i just i was bored and like let me get out into town yeah they told me how to take the bus i got on were there. you by yourself pr- yeah i was proud of what? myself and i right. uh, got down there 
I'm like, all right, let's just see Ghostbusters. And I thought it was going to be in Spanish. And and the odd thing is that even though my parents spoke to me in Spanish, I yeah. spoke much more uh, much more English than I did Spanish, even yeah. though I did did speak Spanish. Yeah. And I've gotten better over the course of over time. But I was able to watch Ghostbusters, and they had it in um, uh, subtitles. Subtitles. Yeah. Where I was able to listen to it, you know, so I didn't have to read it, which was great. <laughs> it's like audiobooks. <laughs> you're like, yeah. You're, so, you're anyways, happy. that was a that was a great memory. But it was good to see my grandfather yeah. um, before he passed, and um, mm. my grandmother had already passed. So, those were. But traditions wise, bread is eaten a lot. Not that it's not here in the states, yeah. but that's just a thing. Like you wake up and you go to the bakery to oh, get interesting. freshly made yeah. bread and. Boy, do you, you eat bread, you a lot of bread. A lot of bread. Uh, came get back a cars. little heavier. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, yeah. You had to run it off on the uh, basketball court. Yeah, absolutely. How so about you? Tell, tell me, oh, in that yeah. in that like day and age, no social media, no whatever, probably just telephone, that was it. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you think that changed the nature of the trip? Or if you had like a smartphone and Instagram and you were connected to people back home, do you think that would have changed the nature of the the trip or the experience? I think it would have been much more memorable memories that, because a lot of the time, especially when I was younger, yeah, you appreciate, and I've heard a lot of people say this, why don't you just put that thing down, cell phone or camera, right, right. and appreciate the moment that right. you're in, Stay which in the is moment. great, yeah. but now I don't remember many of those moments, and I'm sure they were fine when I was there, mm. but you would want to reach out a connection, yeah. like some Share type of connector. Somebody. Or just for myself to reach back, huh. even if it was digital files that I had, yeah. or even if it was um, the old film strips, if yeah. I could just thumb through them. I don't have any of that. I don't so, have pictures with well, my grandfather yeah. or anything. I remember my dad always had a camera on these trips, and he always made it a point of, and he's not in most of the photos, sure. but he we have pictures of us and the grandparents and us yeah. at the Grand Canyon. And like a lot of my memories are the pictures that i remember i actually don't remember being in those places it's more what how he framed the picture sure. that that's what i remember yeah. so it's interesting that he was um I, i'm almost gonna say dedicated like he made sure he had a camera and and captured those moments so we had like albums that my mom mm -hmm. put together but you know when you're 16 or whatever um and you look back and you're like oh this is a trip we took 10 years ago you see yourself at, right. at six in Nebraska on the farm riding a horse. I don't really remember that, but then that picture is like powerful. Right. Um, but I think I think there is some there is something to be said about like staying in the moment. Like I just enjoyed that as a kid. I didn't have to have a phone or a camera. Although I later, when sure. I was a, a freshman in high school, I bought a camera right uh -huh. before a trip that we took to Denver for a it was like a church youth conference or something like that. Okay. And I bought this Pentax 35 millimeter, oh, nice. saved up my lawn mowing money. And, um, you know, we stopped at the Grand Canyon. I took about 200 pictures of the same <laughs> perspective, yeah, the same of course. frame. Uh, then you get developed later and you're like, these are all the same. same <laughs> you get that film developed. You're like, I am not yeah, a genius. Yeah. But I remember the camera being important to me when traveling. You know, and I don't know if I kind of learned that from my dad, but I was doing trying to do landscapes mm -hmm. and more artistic things. Um, but, yeah, I, f I feel like that's part of traveling is 
like what are you committing to remember like what are you trying to get out of it yeah. for me landscapes like it's beautiful like the the I, I just was fascinated when you would drive out of California. You could almost tell when you cross the state boundary because the landscape. I don't know if they drew up Nevada and uh, Arizona and New Mexico. Um, like you cross in, you're like, oh, it's red rocks. We're in Arizona or whatever. Right. So just part of that awareness of topography and geography was that's something that stuck with me. I think I was less tuned into people like I didn't mm -hmm. really notice. And. Maybe it's because I didn't go to the South or I didn't go to the New York. Sure. Like, I just didn't notice those um, cultural changes. Although when we get together with uh, cousins in Nebraska, they would always ask, like, about the trends in California. Sure. And we were like, yeah, that was popular a year ago. <laughs> Cause, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, California was just kind of ahead somehow. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and I, you're right, though, with social media these days, people might not. At least they'll get gain some perspective oh, based yeah. on what they see in, yeah. on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or yeah. what have you. But very cool. Um, so at nineteen, I went yeah. to Australia. Okay, that was cool. But in, in what context? By yourself? Uh, so good question. Um, it was with my cousin. Okay. So I was nineteen. He was twenty-one. Uh, went uh, flew over for about uh, I think it was two and a half, three weeks. To visit my uncle. My uncle lived in, uh, my mom's side, yeah. lived in Australia. Wow. So he left Chile to, yeah. and I think he met his wife, who is also from Chile, but met, met her in Australia. And yeah, we just decided, hey, we have an uncle in Australia. Yeah. Let's go. We just need a plane ticket. That's and cool. he was going to take care of the rest. Like, show us around. He found, like, the little cabanas and places where we could actually stay. And, That's you cool. know, uh, it, it was it was great. It was yeah. a great trip. But I remember, again, visiting a lot of the hot spots, Canberra and places like this. But again, I'm 19. My head space is somewhere different. Yeah. Being immature or what have you. But like we went and and cruised the Sydney Harbor. Yeah. Saw the heart, you know, the, the, the opera, opera house. house. Yeah. That's cool. No, it's cooler than that. <laughs> again, I wish I was in into photography more than I, I uh, back then than yeah. I am now. Yeah. Um, Huh. But yeah. yeah, I just I felt like did I really appreciate Sydney and Australia yeah. for what it was? And the answer is probably not. But there was just cool mm. moments with family uh, that yeah. I do remember. So that's interesting. Right? Like, do you think so? Is there is it not valuable to go at nineteen? If when you go twenty years later, like with more experience, more wisdom, more different perspective, is it? I mean, should you wait? Because you're not going to appreciate the I same? don't think so. I'm going to yeah. go back to my quote. It's yeah. better to see something once. And yeah. if the opportunity's there to, to, than to hear see about it, it a thousand yeah. times, at least I can gain perspective. I was there. Yeah. And I can reflect at least back on that. If I right. never visit again, I know that I've done it once. Yeah. And I can use that, you know, as, as perspective and as experience. Yeah. That's a good so, point. I, I think one of the... Um, uh, key trips for me was not with family was uh, our church used to do these summer trips and uh, one time uh, we went or a couple summers we went river rafting nice. so some camping yeah river rafting and just the time away time with nature and um, I think it was just that break from routine mm. and um, and it wasn't like the previous years uh, we gone to like a conference I mean, it was like you just you rafted and you ate and you slept and maybe you like sang around the campfire. But it was very um, 
it had like, I mean, it was a church trip. Um, and I was just going to say it was like spiritual in nature, but it was more than just because it was a church. It was like that freedom and relaxation that was, uh, and, and then the river guides are, they're just like a whole different tribe. I mean, like they, they're just like woods men and women and they, you know, they're just got their, not, uh, their Tava sandals on and, you know, they're just guiding the river and like talking about the power of the sun. And, uh, it was like a whole different, um, type of person to be around. And it was, it was really good, really good. No. And I think this whole episode is about how we as educators can use Hmm. travel as a both a teacher or a model for teaching in terms of gaining experience Mm. and how you can relay that those experiences back onto your students or even staff or what have you depending on where you are in education um it it just brought it's kind of cliche but broadens your horizons yeah it does it's interesting like one of the connections i just made is let's say you go to australia how are you able to share that experience with me? Well, that's part of that's communication, yeah. which is teaching. Right. So just even sharing a significant experience and how well you're able to do that relates to pedagogy and yeah. instruction. So that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. I, I like that. So what other types of travel have you done? So we had those kind of uh, family trips, yeah. church trips. And then I think the first big one, um, our first couple, like a- after uh, as an adult, we went to New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. But the big one for me was going to the UK. So it was my first nice. international trip, I think. Um, and I, I just I remember uh, we went two years in a row. And one time we stayed in London for a week. And then the next time uh, we went kind of to, to Bath and then up to I'm going to forget the name somewhere up north york then down to nottingham so okay what uh and ah gosh ah, i'm gonna remember it my point is i visited a professor somebody who had uh, been in my master's program at uc irvine he was a visiting professor during during the summer as a summer master's program for teachers okay um highly recommended that was great but just connecting with him being over there and then believe it or not i met my grandmother's pen pal from world war ii era whoa so it was actually her daughter so my grandmother's pen pal's daughter Mm. because her pen pal had passed away so we we actually connected with her and um, visited and um so it's interesting to be in a uh i don't know it's weird to say england is a foreign country because i mean i'm not from there but a lot of the culture the language definitely is um pretty navigable but staying with people and being with people who are comfortable there and yeah. and you just feel a different connection than um, even though you're still a tourist and it's still a trip, you just feel more connected. So I don't I don't know how to explain that, but um, there's a certain maybe they show you a different slice of the country or the place, because okay. um, like if we were on our own, we would go to like the big sites. But, you know, we were staying with them. So we went, you know to the middle of town, went to the market and had some, and actually because of these connections, we went to different parts of the country that we wouldn't have gone. So we saw a more rural side of, of England. So that was, that was really good. And then just the, the warmth, the people were happy to see you, you know, having somebody visit from another country. 
we felt loved and yeah. uh it was it was awesome yeah i would that highly sounds- recommend i don't know if you know if there's a way to do that but try to connect with somebody if you're going to a country try to if there's somebody you knows over there try to connect with them no yeah. i i think that's that's great advice uh, in fact when we uh i visited hawaii it's not across country but yeah, it's, over, it's far yeah it's far <laughs> from yeah uh, but uh we actually reached out to a local um tour guide okay. so they're not part of a, a big company or oh, anything okay. it was just a one person nice found them through a pamphlet some yeah. i think somebody suggested them yeah. and they're 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 you know they grew up on the island and were able to show us you oh, know a lot cool. of the things on a personal level yeah. on, on how they grew up there and and how they see see the island and and their through their eyes and through their experiences so that so that was pretty yeah. cool yeah what other types of trips have you been on so some of my favorite trips have been here in the states because it's hard to rv outside of the state meaning taking your own rv obviously yeah, yeah. you could probably rent rvs in yeah, other places right, right. but I've crossed country probably four mm, times wow. now, um, okay. you know, East Coast, West Coast. Um, but, and it hasn't always been about the locations that we're going to. It's just, it's just been about the journey, lear- the journey and yeah. just learning with my family and, and it really bonding. Yeah. And I There's think that's what you do. There's a different pace, right? And in I, an RV. And not that I haven't been on an yeah, RV yeah. trip. There is a different pace because you're not going let's say from uh, the car to a hotel, right. you know, um, it's just that you're able to experience, um, mm. well, you're, you're able to move about the cabin. If yeah, you would. Yeah. Um, you're taking that hub with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I just lost my thought, but. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, no. I was going to relate it back to just some learning, but anyways, I lost my train of thought. Well, you but. said you're um, learning, spending time as a family and connecting that way instead of going from yeah, the car to I don't the know hotel. That I still, I'm not bringing it up, but thank <laughs> you for trying. But I do have a second thought. Typically when we visit different locations around the world or just outside of your city or wherever you're traveling to, we typically try to secure some type of tour or a way to learn, yeah, right, about that area or that community or that location or what have you. Outside of, you know, doing activities, whether you're snowboarding or you're um, jet skiing yeah. or parasailing, whatever, those are probably not learned experiences unless they're your first time or right. but they're more for fun. And yeah. But when you're going on those tours to learn about the town, the city, yeah. people in the town specific to that, I think those are pretty valuable. Like, I think we always want to learn and we're reaching out. So that's naturally when you go on vacation, yeah. you're actually going to explore somebody else's town environment. Yeah. And I think that's that's important. When you get back to, and I, I remember now, but <laughs> Go for uh, it. I just want to finish this off. I think that's important that we bring that back, whatever we were, however we were being taught, yeah. I guess, because we're learning. I think you should probably emote that to your to your students back mm. in some way, shape or form. What intrigued you about that tour? Because most of the time they're just talking. Yeah. Right. And that's lecture style. But why in that environment? Yeah. Because you're just very relaxed. Or you're how see, can we you're seeing something right how do we how do we translate that back to mm. the classroom how do we make students relax and just enjoy the ride as well yeah well it's interesting um like you do have good tour guides and not so good tour yeah. guides and yeah. and what is it that they can convey or um communicate that really um sparks your imagination or enjoyment yeah yeah no so oh and my quick thought was that 
when when you're bonding with your family, like yeah. in the RV, yeah. how do you bond? So that's a long trip. We yeah. do we do three to four week trips, right? Whew, and yeah. we'd go visit family along the way. Yeah. So we wouldn't 100% stay in the RV. Yeah. We'd stay in family's homes, or if not, we'd stay in RV in their in their um, their carport or what have you. But over the course of that period of time, think about that experience that you have with your with your family because it's a different experience. How do, can you relay that back into yeah. the classroom? Because you're spending a whole year, mm. right? Yeah. You know, guiding your students. Yeah. You know, teaching them, mm-hmm. allowing them to learn. How can you take those experiences? Just, just, I think those are the loose connections yeah. that we, we're trying to make here today, even though this is a little fun, yeah. just kind of reminiscing about where we've been and where we want to go. But yeah. um, I think it's, it's all valuable because it's all about learning. Everything yeah. we do. I do think there there's certain um, educational experiences where like a trip has the planning, the beginning, the middle, the end, whatever, the high point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you definitely know, like, for example, like my wife and I, we went to um, Africa about eight years ago, visited Uganda. We spent some time in schools there working with teachers. And there's a lot of planning and actually fundraising was part of that planning. But... um, and so there's the travel there and then there's the relationships, you're meeting people, you're starting to work with them. But that whole journey, like we were adults, so we were aware of that, that arc and you're aware of um, we're going into the unknown and, and how are we going to process what we yeah. experience. And um, I think um, our classrooms are like that. We, we have been through it. Our students may not have been through sixth grade or ninth grade before. Right. Uh, some of them may repeat. <laughs> but then how do we set up that journey as a place that's um, interesting and intriguing? And, uh, you know, I, I tend to think of the competition of like um, the competitive season of speech and debate. Mm. Um, that was v- very concrete. You have students who are just getting their feet under them in terms of competition, then learning a piece, then competing the first time and on through to like uh, league finals. Right. So that's a definite arc. And like if they do well enough, they advance. Um, So like that has its own innate like narrative arc. But the classroom is maybe if we don't supply it, Mm. it just seems like day in, day out. It's a grind. Finals, not the most memorable milestone ever. Yeah, avoid, um, avoid the mundane. Yeah, so you got to build that build that story yeah. for the students. Hey, last piece, last segment. Yeah. If you, I might put you on the spot here, but if you yeah. could go get on a plane today, yes. where would you go and why? Do you, do you know where you're going? I would. I nice. would say Italy. Ooh, My wife and I choice. have, have uh, talked about it for years. And My daughter so Brisa leaves in I, two days. I'm so excited yes. for Good her. Good for her. Yeah, I yeah. I was going, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's been a place that we've um, talked about going to, and kind of like a romantic holiday. What about you? Nice. Uh, back to Chile. Okay. But specifically, I've been mm. watching a lot of YouTube. Yeah. And Patagonia in Chile, Argentina. Wow, there. Nice. The port- it's I just beautiful. I need to take my camera and I need to go. Yeah. Go do Document. that. Yes. That'd go be do that. I. Yes, I, I should probably say I want to take the family and all the right <laughs> stuff, but I uh, selfishly. Want to go to Patagonia. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, Love so, it. Um, yeah. So good show. I mean, this yeah, was yeah. a unique show for this us. Different. Hope yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah, hope hey, you- if, you, if, if you're following us on iTunes, if you would not mind yeah. heading over and just giving us a five-star review, um, hopefully we've earned that from you and yeah, let yeah. us give us your thoughts and how we can do better. But we yeah. definitely want to reach out and um, 
connect with you. But the the other thing is if you're uh, you want to watch this beautifulness that's happening here, head over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. We'd love to have you there and comment there, too. So and in this episode, you can see Pablo in a baseball cap, which (laughs) doesn't always happen. It's summer. It's summer. Anyways, guys, thanks yeah. so much. Thank Wes, you for any joining. Parting words of wisdom. Uh, you know, I think it's it's just make the time to travel. Like yeah. Set set a goal and say I'm going to go somewhere, and and you'll learn from it. Well said. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See ya. Peace. Happy trails. Connect with us on social media at Pablo and West. On Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and all the podcast places on the web like iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Overcast. And remember to get your free special gift at pabloandwest.com slash gift. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>